Checking out the podcast, and do you want to be less stressed this fall? Yes. There's just something you need to do for five minutes every day to be less stressed. Speaking of stressed, us Vancouverites, we're really tired. Yeah. We're really, really tired. So tired, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. First, what is the best thing that you've been called? The best. Oh boy. Take a listen. Oh boy. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Virgin. What is the best thing you've been called? The best thing? No, no. Like the best compliment you've ever gotten? I think it's relative. It's based on the person who's giving the compliments. Okay. Can I just, just for a moment, may I please toot my own horn? Okay, because something happened. Hmm. It was an absolute first for me. Okay. I hosted this big gala fundraiser for the Ronald McDonald House, who we love on Saturday night. And I really showered, Nira. I really put the effort into my outfit, into my face, into my hair. Okay, good, good. And I got called a vision. A vision? A vision! A vision? vision? Have you ever, in your life, had someone look at you and be like, you are a vision? Yes. Really? Yes. I've never been called a vision before. Yeah, it's happened. Really? Yes. You're not even on your wedding day you weren't no. called a vision? No, no. Not and even the person, by your husband? No, and the person who called me vision was not my husband. It was someone we work with here in the building. Your husband's never said you're a vision? He's never How said. How dare he? I mean, mine was a very long time ago the last time my husband called me a vision. But I yeah. don't think it's a word he would use. I think the meaning of it, I'm sure he said to me, but oh, never like, before. You look like a babe. Yeah, like you look smoke show, like you yeah. look hot, like yeah. woo, woof, woo, you. Like okay. there'd be like sound effects. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's good to me. And then you make them back. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> never in my life. I was like, oh my God, I was taken back. And what happened? Then what happened after <laughs> I was that? just like, thank Did you, you fall so apart? Much. Did you faint? No, but I honestly Were was you like- a damsel in distress? <laughs> Did you really let him hero the moment for you? It was just a very nice compliment. You failed. You were supposed to let him hero the moment. What does that mean? You become a damsel in distress. Like, I'm falling. Like, fall over? <laughs> Not like grandma style. Like, help me. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. How long can one promise but not deliver? Promises made, promises broken. Oh, my. Something happened in this room. I would say two and a half weeks ago. Maybe a little bit longer. I'm surprised you don't remember the exact date and time. Look... I got COVID a month ago. Right, you're my, kind of my brain. Dong. My brain is still not totally there. It's coming. Don't worry. You're on Holly level. Currently, you're still on Holly level. Exactly. So think <laughs> about this. I'm on your level. Yeah, girl. Welcome. You know what a girl needs when she's on your level. Scott and I, our producer Scott and I, we're just sitting here having a moment. All of us, a little bit stressed out. Mm. And Holly goes, "Guys, we totally need like a drink right now." It's like 6 a.m. <laughs> That's how we handle stress sometimes. Right? So, yeah. Right? Some, some days you yeah. need that. It was just one of those mornings. Back to school is all happening. Back to work. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. Right? Gradual entry for our kids. Right? Yep. Gradual entry. Going to kindergarten. It's okay, crazy. I'm still not in mom. there. Kindy mom. 
And then Holly goes, yeah, guess what I got for us? I got us a bottle of Bailey's for our coffee. Mm-hmm. What do me and Scott do? Yeah! Totally. Yes, and we're waiting for her to pull it out of her bag. Pull it out, girl! Nothing. <laughs> okay? She's like, yeah, I thought about bringing it. But then I didn't. We're like, you know, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm glad you're bringing this up, Nira, cool. because... Cool, cool. When we first, when I first started, you mentioned that like sometimes there's some Baileys hanging around the studio around around Christmas time, and I think a couple of weeks ago I made the comment. I'm like, so because there's Christmas stuff in the store, I'm like, so when do we start? When does the Baileys and the coffee thing start? Yes. And you were like, yesterday. So I'm very particular. I'm a little bit more Baileys around Christmas, girl, for sure. Because I like to sort of clean my body up September, October. <laughs> Please. Because then it goes like haywire for Halloween. So I like to do a little cleaning from the summer mess. And by happened. cleaning, she means she drinks red wine. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Very clean. And then we say to Holly, okay, where is it? She's like, okay, I was thinking about it. Then we're like, okay, bring it in tomorrow. She's like, okay, I'll bring it in tomorrow. Okay. Then the next day happens. We're like, did you bring the Bailey? She's like, no, I forgot. Okay. <sighs> day three happens. We're like, did you bring in the Baileys? No, I forgot. I was thinking about it, but then I forgot. <laughs> And then two weeks passes, and again, like a couple of days ago, yeah. we're like, oh, we. Re-. she said to herself, guys, we could really use like some Baileys in our yeah. coffee this morning. Yeah. A drink, yeah. And the death glares, I don't know if you noticed or not, because you were looking at yeah. your computer that you got from myself, Nira, and our producer, Scott. You Listen, think, guys. Like where? My brain works in steps. You should be very proud that, A, I went to the liquor store and thought of us and got the Baileys. I bought the Baileys. Okay. Step one. Mm. Step two. Remembering to bring it in. <laughs> this is a big one for me. Need a lot of reminders. I'm going to need a yes. nightly reminder. I'm yes. going to need a morning reminder, like a 4 a.m. before I leave my house. Hey, Holly, the Baileys, bring yeah. the Baileys. The girl needs a post-it to remember to wear underwear, so of course they're <laughs> Baileys. Yeah, I didn't get that, actually. <laughs> Thanks. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. There's a new date that everybody is going on, Nira. Can't wait. The new date everybody is going on is a cheap date because we're all broke. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. Makes sense to me. Cheap dates. All the rage right now because inflation, all the stuff. Nobody can afford anything, but they still want to go on dates. Did you hear? October 26th, the next hike. Hike, like we're going to do the grind? <laughs> it's cheap date. Please, tell me. <laughs> grind, grind. Is, I don't even know if that's a cheap date anymore. I think it's like 10 bucks to take the tram down now. It's uh, it's actually $20 to take the no, tram No, it down. is not. I swear to well, you, I you, did it like seven times a summer. Just do the grind back down, you guys. You can't, you're not allowed. Okay, well then never mind. <laughs> you have to stay, you living up grouse if yeah. you do the grind. Once you're up there, you're going to spend the entire day there. No, the interest rates are hiking. They're hiking them up again October 26th. So things got to get cheaper. You're going to just, this is a trend that's going to be around for a while. These cheap date trends. It makes sense, doesn't it? I was so ecstatic the other day that uh, McDonald's coupons were out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been telling you to get the app. They got the coupons on the app. I know, but I also like a hard copy. <laughs> yeah, you do. I like a good hard copy. You love to get it in the mail. You're right? so excited. Three can dine for whatever. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> and seriously, I was honestly like, oh my gosh, did you know how many of us just ate? And the two can dine for this. Ba- yep. That's a great date. Nice and cheap. Go Take it to it. the park. Right? They say still the average date in Canada costs $300 all in for like a date night. And are men still expected to pay? I don't think that's still a thing. Because it? if you're thinking of it from that perspective, that is expensive. Expensive to try and take a girl on a date right now. And they say it's about to get harder. Even these cheap dates are going to get more difficult because of the weather, right? How would you feel? Let's say, for example, you are out on a date with a guy. Mm-hmm. 
And if, first of all, he doesn't pay for you, does that bother you? No. Would that bother you? No. Okay. Secondly, if it was a cheap date. Yeah. How That's would okay. you feel? That's okay. I Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. So it's all cool. I think it's fine. I, I, I used to like go like walk the seawall, get a coffee. I thought that was a nice date. Yeah, but the reason we would do the seawall and go for walks and just get a coffee is if we needed to escape. It was easy. Like turn and run? <laughs> no, like get out of the situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. We Vancouverites are tired. We are so tired. Tired of what, you may ask? Tipping fatigue. We are tired of tipping. Money. What I really want to see is the money. I don't really need Don't get it twisted. We're not saying we don't want to tip at all. We are tired of the fact that 15% tip is now considered rude. Yes. We are tired of the fact that 18% tip is considered rude. And now 20 is considered just acceptable as a tip. 20 is, you did the basic. You're basic B. <laughs> Here's 20%. Yeah, you're basic when you give 20. Wow, what? 20 was like, oh my gosh, baller. Yeah. If you gave 20%, you were a baller. 20% is now basic. Okay, now where is this? Is this when you're dining in? Is this picking up? Like, break it down for this me is there's a, lots of situations. This is a dine-in situation. Okay. When you're dining in, you know how I feel about pickup. I have done you a favor. Mm -hmm. You don't want me to eat at this establishment. You want me to pick up and go. I've done you a favor. I drove out here. I got the food. Usually, back in the day, restaurants used to give you 10% off if you picked up. Yeah, does anybody do that anymore? No. I don't think so. They now want 10%. Uh, that's the that's what I do for pickup. And I'm still like, I'm not sure why I'm... Why are you yeah. doing it? I, I feel bad. I like them. They're cute. You I, don't, they stare at me. Yeah, you don't want them to be upset with you. And I'm the, we always get sushi at the same place. And they spin the little iPad around to you now, you know, and yeah. and they're watching, you yeah. know, they're like, okay, yeah, what are you going to tip? Yeah. I don't see it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like their we, food. We've had this conversation before <laughs> yes. and we know people have called us up and said, look, when you're tipping for a pickup, please do it because it goes to the kitchen as sure. well and they're the ones yeah. who made your food. Okay, fine. I'm so confused by the whole concept, but why is now 15% considered rude? Why is 18% considered rude? Vancouverites have tipping fatigue. We're over it. We are so confused and shouldn't... Uh, my girlfriend, she, uh, she moved here from London. England or Ontario? England. Oh. She's tipping is not normal there. She she like doesn't ever? No. No. Really? She's like, they, they don't do it over there. They just pay the price like if, yeah. if a burger's 12 She's like, bucks, you, you only pay $12. tip if you were like this was exceptional service. Hmm. Here it's entitled. Oh, it's you have to. You have to. Whether the service was great, which it can be, or if the service wasn't, which it can be. We all know this. Trust me, I love our servers. I love servers. We love you. Yeah. But you got to admit, not everybody is a perfect server. For sure. And I know that for a lot of servers, they get like a, a base amount. Well, Scott, you worked, our producer yeah. Scott, you worked yeah, yeah. In, in restaurants for a long time, right? Long time, yeah. Okay, so you get a salary, like you get an hourly yeah. wage, and then you expect to make more based on tips, right? Yes. 
Okay, yes, so you that's do. always the excuse that I get from servers is like you have to tip me because I only get this much per hour. But I, ex- but I'm yeah, and you know I think I mean? the mm-hmm. industry is just it's it's full of people who are quote unquote like just trying to make ends meet, and then as inflation and cost of everything goes up, it's like yeah. well these people need more to make their thing go- to be able to afford to live yeah. here as well. So people but just like, tip more, like fifteen percent. 18%? Okay, let's break it down. <gasps> when you worked in a restaurant, were you getting minimum wage? Yes. Okay, I worked in a restaurant. It was fast food and I got minimum wage. Mm-hmm. You took the job knowing that it's minimum wage. Yeah. So you think you're going to make more on tipping. I worked in retail at Bootlegger. I got minimum wage. I hustled around that store helping people try on clothes, buying clothes, up the wall, down the wall, around mm-hmm. the corner, running around, all that came, same kind of stuff. There was no commission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So isn't it a choice to work in a restaurant at minimum wage and hoping that you get tips as extra money based on your performance? Yeah. I mean, I like I did it knowing that most people tip and there was never, you know, 10 years. There was like never a night that I didn't make, you know, 100 bucks at least in nice. tips. And so, that, so you that was, knew that. Yeah. And you kind of everybody go it. into it, goes into it kind of doing it. Yeah. And you know, people people were disappointed if they didn't get tipped for yeah. sure. And w- did you ever look at a situation where because a girlfriend of mine just complained to me about back in the day how she hustled and worked for this family and did so much work and they only gave her a very small amount of tip but do you ever look at the family situation and think maybe this was a big deal for them to come out for a night of dinner and they already went against their budget and whatever they could leave they could leave or does that not ever cross anybody's mind ever i i will speak for the people in the industry that i know and i won't say this of myself but in general the attitude if that happens is like well if they can't afford to tip they shouldn't go out see that's brutal i agree insane to me that's yeah. insane to me. I feel like in, I'll only speak for myself as well. In our family right now, money is so tight. It's like that's an absolute luxury. If yes. we went out for dinner. As so a family. I, but I think I would budget in tipping. Yeah, but I what? I would be like, I'm going to go out yeah, and I'm not going to tip. No, 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 it's not about not tipping. It's about tipping what you can afford. Now, 15% is not acceptable. Right. How can you think that that's okay. 15% tip is not acceptable. I'll be honest, if I went out for dinner, that's what I would tip, maximum. I know. That's why I bring it up to you. 15. You're you're lower than basic now. I know. Like, that is... I've been told that before. (laughs) (laughs) Holly and Nira. And now, Research says this is the most negative celebrity, and this is the most positive celebrity when it comes to influence on our brains. That's today's Tom Biz story. New research was done. They're trying to figure out who has the biggest following online, okay? Anyways, that's all posted online if you want to check it out. Who has the biggest following? But they decided to do something a little different this time. They decided to look at the numbers a little bit further and reportedly did a check with the psychology index Mm. to see how these people that we follow... How they influence our brains. Uh Uh-oh. What kind of influence do they actually have as influencers? And there was a celebrity that they said who has the most negative influence on someone. And then there's a celebrity who has the most positive online presence and influence. And the person who has the most negative influence on us after we see this person's posts is Kim Kardashian. It's what she deserves. Yeah. I just, I don't, just whatever it may be. People have a negative feeling after seeing her posts. I'd say, Nira, when you and I, which we like to do, we like to look at Kim Kardashian's posts, and I'd say the number one word that comes up is how. 
Yeah, how? How? How is this possible? Is this reality? How does she look this way? How does she do it all? How? Yeah. How? how does her hair do that? How? Yeah. Always Why? made up. Always perfect. Always, oh, like, and the face. Just everything. The body, the face, the lifestyle, the everything. Doesn't make you feel good. There's not positive messaging. Which is interesting because we know it's not real, right, everybody? We know she's not real. Yeah, we know. She's fake. We know, but do we know... And the person who has the most positive influence on people with their posts is Selena Gomez. She does. She's always trying to send out positive messages. Love it. Right? She's like, look at my tummy rolls. I'm like, yeah, Selena, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's trying to be real. She yeah. actually is trying. She's gone through a lot of stuff, whether it be through health, whether it's been through relationship stuff. She's admitted how tough it's been for her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, you don't feel negative after reading her post. Sometimes I even get jealous of her realness. Like she's like, look at my tummy rolls. She only has like two. I look down. <laughs> I'm like, why do I have so many? What's happening? But you know what she's trying to yes. put out there. No, and I love it. Okay. Now this is a really cool story about Lil Nas X, but not so cool about what happened with Lil Nas X, okay? Some protesters were set up outside of Lil Nas X's concert. Okay? Protesters. Probably for a few different reasons because of his sexual orientation, Mm. being one of them. Uh, And he decided to not confront them. He's like, I'm not going to start a confrontation. And he took the high road. Lil Nas X took the high road and sent his protesters pizza. Did he poison it? <laughs> no, he's just like, here you go. Here you go. Have yeah. a slice. I dare you. <laughs> Love I Lil Nas X. Yeah, I don't think there was anything like that. He's like, here you go. Did they eat it? Because if I was a pro, I'd be don't eat it. <laughs> Sorry, don't. You know, the funniest thing is I probably would have ate it. <laughs> or she would have been like, pepperoni. But I would never be protesting Lil Nas X. So That's right. Exactly. So, okay. Exactly. And Giselle Bunchton, you know her. No, wrong. Bunchton. Close. Giselle. (laughs) Supermodel Giselle is making headlines. You know her also as Tom Brady's wife. You know she's worth way more than Tom Brady. She's just better than him in general. But did you know she's like worth way more than him? Not not surprised. She's worth like 400 million. He's worth like maybe two. Try harder. Try harder Tom Brady. (laughs) Not enough Super Bowl wins. (laughs) Giselle is making headlines because she was recently spotted crying in New York as she walked along the Hudson River. Oh, no. She was crying. What happened? Well, everybody's speculating. There's a lot of problems between these two right now. Mm. Something is not working. They're just not on the same wavelength. It's just not going well. Wasn't and she now, like mad he retired and, or then unretired and then retired and unretired or something? She's mad that he unretired. Okay. From retiring. Just all of a sudden was like, now I unretire? And she's like, what? <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> so now she's crying about it? I don't know what she's crying about. I wasn't there. She has $400 million. <laughs> what are you crying about, Giselle Bichin? See what it means? Money cannot buy you. Happiness, but I want to try. I know. I want to find out for myself. But those are the lessons we can learn. I'm Nira, and that's The Biz, brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School, now in two locations near Science World and Port Coquitlam. Act now. Visit VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Should the BF check with the GF before he does it? A lot of Fs going on. (laughs) Should the boyfriend check with the girlfriend before he shaves his beard off? (laughs) Because my friend, my friend is in hipster shock. Okay. She is in hipster shock because her very good looking hipster boyfriend, without checking with her first, has shaved off his hipster beard and she can't. 
Agreed. She can't deal. She can't process. Mm -hmm. She's like, how dare you? Mm -hmm. She's questioning everything. Life, Mm -hmm. him, their relationship. Agreed. Really? My now husband did that to me a few months before. Your husband for now. (laughs) Switch it around. He did that to me. uh, It was a few months before we got married. Oh, wow. Good timing, Gary. Yeah, picked me up from work and I didn't recognize him. I was like, did you get in the car? I was like, who? I, no, I, oh, no, I couldn't. No, I was like, I can't see you for a few days until some hair goes back. <laughs> you're like, here's no, the I'm ring. not joking. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, you've never, I've never, ever seen you clean shaven in my entire life. Ever, ever. Now she said she can barely kiss him. Yeah, you can't. She's like, I no. can't even touch. Like I touch his face. She's like, I don't even. I feel like I'm cheating. Like I don't even know whose face I'm touching. It's a part of. <laughs> it's a part of them. It's part of everything. Um, had your husband shaved like my my friend's boyfriend who just shaved it off? He had like trimmed it before, but up till now it was this like long hipster beautiful beard. Yeah, and he just decided. Yeah, he no. just did it. Yeah, same. Gary's trimmed it, but he's okay. always had facial hair. Always. And then I made the rule: you can never be without facial hair for me ever okay. in your entire life. And how did he take that comment? <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel like that could be like, are you trying to hide my face? Like, do not. Even you know? if it's like a thin little thing or a little scruff or something. Something you need, I need something. Something on his face. Mm. I cannot without. It's not. No, that's it's a rule. And so, will he check? With you now? Like, does he know that's the rule? Well, now, I mean, he'll do beards and then he'll trim them, make them a little bit longer, this, that. He kind of right. does his own thing. But the only rule that I have is you cannot be clean completely. Right. Cannot all be gone. What if he shaved his eyebrows? <laughs> I think that's a little bit <laughs> odd. But. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you know how to freeze someone? Like, actually freeze someone out? Yes, Madonna style. (laughs) Frozen. Like Queen Elsa. Frozen. Like, Frozone. My kids are really into the Incredibles right now. (laughs) Frozone. Or yeah, like a superhero. You freeze someone. Kind of is a superpower if you think about it. We're going to talk about this now because we were giving some respect to the Queen and the royal family yesterday. But something went down with the royals last week. Inappropriate to talk about it yesterday, mm. but now appropriate to gossip about it today. Well, yeah, it feels a little oh, bit yeah, more like less judgy, right? We can't get in trouble. Is what you're trying to say? <laughs> We're trying not to get in trouble. Yes, uh, Kate Middleton. There's this big. I said I told you the story in the biz last week, and I've been itching to talk about it. Kate Middleton shot icy glares at Meghan Markle and froze her out. <laughs> this was amazing headline. The headline, Kate Middleton. Icy glares at Meghan Markle to freeze her out. This is apparently according to a body language expert who Mm. was watching their interaction and said it was very clear that the tone that Kate Middleton carried Mm -hmm. uh, with herself and her body language, she was freezing out Meghan Markle. Because Meghan and Harry came, you know, when they found out that the Queen was sick and that she had passed away. But they did not get a warm reception from Kate Middleton. Right. Meghan Markle was frozen out by Kate Middleton with her body, with her glare. Mm-hmm. I was curious if you know how to freeze people. Do you know how to freeze people? I want to say no, but I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell and me I'm more. I'm not proud. 
I'm not proud. Tell me more. I think I have frozen people out with my mood before. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've done a lot more therapy now. Let me just preface by saying I, I'm trying to be aware of when, when I'm in a bad mood because I wear my mood out. I, there's no denying. If I'm in a mood, you're going to know mm-hmm. just by looking at me. Okay. Um, that's my superpower. Right. right. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I think if I'm in that mood before, I try not to do it now. I try really hard. I think I can freeze you with my mood. I think I can A, ruin the day. Yeah. B, ruin the mood in the room. Yeah. I could ruin your whole party if you want me to. Just with my <laughs> mood. It's not cool. I think freezing is part of it. I'm so sorry. Have I ever frozen you? Uh, oh. I think you've tried. <laughs> But I'm not easy to freeze. No. I don't know if you've noticed that. Guess why? Because you're a freezer. Too. Okay, stop it. Yes, you are. Stop it. Your eyes, people have said to me before, like, Nira's eyes. And like, it's compliment and a disc. <laughs> Beautiful eyes. They're so big. Right. Uh, Very uh-huh. scary, though, Very under scary. certain situations. Okay, I may be a freezer, but you're a deep freeze. Just so you know. <laughs> I don't think that makes one of us better. I don't know. I don't, don't know. freeze me. Now I'm trying to think of my frozen moments. I was just giving myself props for for thinking that I'm not easy to freeze. Okay. Yeah, but, or, but have you frozen people? Forget you being easy to freeze. You're hard to freeze for sure. Mm. You're hard to please. <laughs> You're hard to freeze. Thank you. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Get a pen. Get a pen. Start a note in your phone. There is a new excuse to get out of stuff. Well, you must love this because you don't like stuff. I love flaking. All the time. Looking for new ways to flake without being called flaky. Not showing up. You just have to say, if you want to get out of something, that you're currently pivoting. I can't make it. I'm pivoting. Here we go. Pivot. Yeah. Honestly, you're going to have to give me way more than that. It is the new trendy word for like transitioning in your life. Like you've just quit one job. You're going to start another one. I can't make you guys. I'm just feeling really like I'm in a pivot period right now. I'm pivoting and I'm just not feeling your vibe. I'm pivoting. I cannot. I honestly... (laughs) So please, good. if someone's listening, so good. please, for the love of God, this is do, amazing. Not, do not use this. I'm pivoting. Yep. Are you going to be using this excuse with the bosses here that you're pivoting? Do I'm going to try. Do you think that would actually work? I feel like in this day and age, you're not allowed to question anything. You're not allowed to ask someone. You can barely ask anybody their name now. It's like, I'm offended by that. You're like, okay, I'm just trying to say, you can't ask anybody how old they are. You can't ask anybody if they're pregnant. You can't ask anybody what mm-hmm. their religion is. Okay. You can't ask anybody anything. So if someone said to me, I can't make it because I'm pivoting, I think it's like, okay, you just have to say, okay. They right. will not question it. Okay, we, we've all worked with that certain someone who has tried these new age trendy things, these terms to get out of situations. Mm-hmm. Okay? I... Honestly, just, I can't. <laughs> I, you can't I, make it? Or? I don't have the patience for it. Right. I also don't need I, to, that much information about someone. All that says to me is you can't handle what's in front of you right now. Okay. I'd rather you be able to say that to me than say, I'm pivoting right now. I'm pivoting. Okay. <laughs> like, you are nailing the tone though. Exactly. And I don't, I don't want to nail that. Is it because you don't believe somebody if they were like, I can't, I'm pivoting? Yeah, I think I have a hard time because I feel this is not 
good information. I'm saying this is honest information. Here we go. Okay. Honesty versus what's actually good. Yes. And what I'm working on in my own therapy (laughs) is I constantly believe in perseverance. You should be able to persevere through any situation. Oh, wow. I know. I wonder you have such high expectations for yourself and your poor children. Okay, you know what? I'm just saying. Okay. If your kids are listening, if Nira's kids are listening, (laughs) say tonight you're pivoting. Just say you're pivoting. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. How to be less stressed this fall season. You want to be less stressed, right? Always. Apparently, according to researchers, just go hang out in your backyard. Okay. That's it. (laughs) I'm serious. Wow, really? Great research. Uh, Okay, listen. Okay. There's a reason. It's about the simplicity of it all. We forget, as humans, what a great season fall is. We're so focused on, oh my gosh, so much sunshine summer. We're losing summer. We're losing summer. How about instead of thinking of it as losing summer, think of it, I enjoyed summer, and now I'm going to embrace fall. Hmm. If you have that mentality of embracing fall, realizing you still can go sit outside in your yard that you sat in in the summer. You can still go sit out there with a little blanket or with a little jacket and enjoy outside. They're saying it's the simplest thing, but we forget about doing it because we're comparing it so much to summer. Mm. We forget about just being outside in fall. And what brings you happiness? Being in nature, spending just five minutes in a natural setting of nature can help improve your mood. But people start doing less and less of that in fall because they're so focused on the sunshine from summer. Especially here, like if you never went outside or went out in nature or enjoyed it, like if the weather wasn't good, you'd never go out here from November to sometimes May. One of my favorite things to do in Mm -hmm. fall is, you know when it's pouring rain? Yes, again, from November (laughs) till May. Mm-hmm. I love sitting outside when it's pouring. That's the best. When I'm, I'm covered. That sound, right? It's. I find it so soothing in the mornings. Not obviously when I got to be here with you at work, but on the weekends, if it's pouring rain, I will sit outside with a jacket, with a toque, and my hot tea or coffee, and just listen to the rain. When we were young, Nira, my mom used to like sit, I think because she was like single mom of three children, so she needed a moment. She would like, we would go for a drive. That was like one of our things we did to kill time. And she would like, when it was raining, we'd park and we would just sit in the van, in the minivan, and we would like listen to the rain on the roof. Yeah. And it's like one of those memories I remember from a child that was like so simple Mm -hmm. and like so soothing. And it is to the point where just listening to the rain, listening to the wind, just seeing shrubs and trees moving in the wind, you're less likely to suffer from depression, anxiety, and stress. They say five minutes in a natural setting can help improve your mood, but people are so focused on saying goodbye to summer, they have a very negative association with fall that they don't even do that. Wow. So let's try something different. Let's embrace fall. I mean, fall is my favorite season for fashion. Dude, you come alive in the fall. I love fall. Fall. She instantly, it's like sweaters. Yeah, layers. Red wine. And layers. I love layers. And you're a bit of a witch. So like Halloween. I love making little potions, like with natural oils and stuff. Right, just to clarify. (laughs) Just to clarify. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How long would it take you? Because Nira, two weeks. Two weeks? Sorry. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, bruh. Give me more. Friend. Give you more. Give me more. Okay, we were talking about dying yesterday mm-hmm. because the queen. 
yesterday. The queen passed away. It was her queen funeral. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. We're talking about dying yesterday because that was it was trending. <laughs> dying, trending. It was a topic of discussion all day yesterday. There you go. And I said to Nira, I was like, if you died, like if I die, like would you ask for a moment of silence? Is that something like non-queens can do? And she's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you can do whatever you want when you die. You can have whatever requests you want and, and people will do them. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, so if I did, she's like, yeah, like if you died and you wanted a moment of silence, Holly, we'd give you a moment of silence. Then I'd grieve for you. I'd mourn for you for two weeks mm-hmm. and then I'd be back at it. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Two weeks? I think that's a pretty impressive amount of time for me to be more like if I take two weeks off of work to mourn you. My God. And not do work for two weeks because I'm mourning you. I think that's a pretty impressive amount of time. The answer I was looking for is forever. (laughs) I would grieve you and mourn you forever. Of course. I'm going to miss you forever. No, not forever. For two weeks. And I would grieve you, but I I would. But, you know, the whole... You're like the show. The show must go on. No, not about that. (laughs) I'm just saying, grief is very important. It's very important for me to grieve you because it shows that there was love and there's me missing you and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. You need Romantic to gr- chemistry. Oh Come God. on, mention okay. it all. So take my two <laughs> weeks to let a lot of that out. <laughs> but then I would also know what ho- what would Holly want me to do in this situation? Like, you would want me to make sure it goes on in your memory. I'm not sure I would. What? And, because what, like, what does that even mean? Like, you'd be back and you'd be like, hey, guys, send your applications. <laughs> We're hiring. Send your applications. She's out. The show's just Nira. Okay, <laughs> now it's Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. And just send it. Uh, we were looking for another person. And I was actually, that had kind of a nice ring to it. Just Nira, 94.5 Virgin Radio. <laughs> oh, my God. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> Holly and Nira.